Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God, isn't He? Amen. Thank you, Lord. How many think uh, Dorian hurt us? Huh? Just like that fever left, just like that sea calmed down. She got to go. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm excited. Excited. Good things are happening. Amen. Open your Bibles to uh, Mark 29:23. I guess you wouldn't want to go to 20, Mark, because if you do, you got an odd Bible. Mark 9 and verse 23. Mark 9, verse 23. This is Jesus talking. He said, if you can, let's look at it in the King James. I know you wanted to see if I could read the NIV, but we're going King James right now. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, you hear that? Canst? Right there. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Amen? Look at it in the, in the Young's literal translation. And Jesus said to him, If thou art able to believe, all things are possible to the one that is believing. Possible goes on. In other words, you, you could you think something that was possible for a moment, if you stop believing, it's no longer possible to you. And remember, all the things, God's everything, Jesus said it, He said, everything's possible for you, Father. So everything for the Father is possible, right? But everything for us is possible to those who believe. Amen? And this is a uh, anniversary of sorts for the Branson Church. Um, in 2007, on Labor Day, we began tearing this church up to rebuild it. Amen? I remember it well. <laughs> it was a great learning experience for me. But the one thing I think I learned more than anything is this verse, and it took me a lot of years even to realize that it was this verse. But the Moors, when they, it took more than that day to obviously buy this building, which is a whole story in itself. So faith started well before the building was bought. But once the building was bought, even a couple of days before Labor Day, we started doing a little bit of work on it with just the guys and some other guys. But on Labor Day, we had, I think the church showed up. And man, we tore this place up. And we started work. And I mean, for those of you that weren't here, all these seats were gone. All the concrete beyond these, this break, I think, was taken out. This place was gutted. And so the day after Labor Day, Mrs. Moore comes in and says, Brother Moore has uh, prayed. And uh, we need to have week of increase, 2007, in this building. It was Labor Day. How many know when the week of increase is? First week of October. So it was about four and a half, four to four and a half weeks. And uh, my business head immediately said, that's not possible. Now, how many know that your business head is not empowered? <laughs> right? In other words, in business, they tell you what to do, but they don't give you the power to do it. 
In Jesus, they don't do that. In ministry, in faith, if you're living your life, it says the just shall live by faith. If you're living by faith, then you're living with the empowerments of God on a daily basis. Amen? And so nothing is impossible to you. If you're living by faith, nothing is impossible to you. You know that word possible in that verse is a derivative of the word um, power. Dunamis. Dunamis, however you want to say it. If I say dunamis, that's the right way because that's what we're going with tonight. Amen? But it's the same, it's a derivative of that same word. So, so when you see it, it, basically you could say all the power of God is available to him who believes. Glory to God. In other words, when Brother Moore heard from God that we need to have this, the, the week of increase, 2007, in this building, then whoever believed that, it was possible to. And you know who the first person to believe it was? Mrs. Moore. She's really good at it too, and it really sometimes it irritates me. Because when something becomes possible to you, then you no longer question. Amen? When, when, when by faith it becomes possible, you quit asking the hows and the whens and the whats. You begin to move. Amen. And she began to move like this was going to get done by the first week of October. And my business head is still in doubt. And I'm not hooked. You know why I'm not hooked? Because all things are possible to her, they're not to me because I'm not believing. Amen? And this can be true in your lives personally. That God has possibilities. He, I don't even want to say possibilities. It's not possibilities because that word, it doesn't mean what it means to us. When we say, you know, it's like when my daughter says, well, we're going to do this, and I say, that's possible. No, when God says it's possible, it's a done deal. If you believe... It's a done deal. It's not a maybe. It's not a might be. It's possible. All things are possible to him who believes. And, and for me, I'm thinking, well, I'm trying to get a plan. Right? Okay, so if this happens and this happens and we do this, and you're like, no, there's no way. I'm to four weeks and we're not even a quarter of the way done. You know why? Because you can't plan in your head what God's having you do by faith. Right? And that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to plan in my head what God said to do by faith. And it took one thing, and Mrs. Moore showed us how to do it, but we didn't get it. It took one thing. A step. A step. Step one. You know what step one is? Believe. Believe what the Word of the Lord said and take a step. Amen? And when you take that step, possibleness, that's a good word, possibleness, I like it, possibleness opens up to you. The Lord's possibleness becomes, it's right there and and things begin to happen. But if you don't take that step, the possibleness is still there. Right? All things are still possible, for those that don't like my English. 
but but you're not getting it, and you can't see even beyond that because so, you're you're wanting to see Z, and you you haven't even started A yet. And faith doesn't work that way. You can do that in business all you want. You can say, well, it's got to be like this, 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 and this, and you can plan it out. And and you know what? If you're smart, you'll run your business by faith. Right? You'll say, God, what do we do next? And he'll say, take a step over there. And you don't say, well, I don't, that doesn't look good. I don't know why we do that, Lord. Well, he's not asking you if it's the right move. How, how, many, how many know God's never asking you if it's the right move? Right? He didn't, he didn't say, Dave, I need you to go talk to Mrs. Moore because she's messed up if she thinks we can do this building by the first week of October. That's four weeks, Dave. Does she not get it? No, because she heard from him. Right? She heard from him. My job now is to get behind her. Right? God told me, serve me by serving the Moors. So when I'm not believing, I'm being a hindrance to them. Amen? I'm actually hindering the process of, of, of moving on with this building. And so basically, she's not only working without me, she, I'm working against her. People would say, well, you know, why'd you do that, Dave? Well, I'm just perfect now. It took me... <laughs> Remember, that's 12 years. This is our 12-year anniversary, right? That was 12 years ago. I mean, I'm prettier than I was then, and I'm smarter now. Right? But but the Lord gave them a word and and at some point she said she didn't look at can we do it? She knew it was the Lord. Why? Because her and Brother Moore pray together. And they knew it was the Lord. And if you know it's the Lord, you don't have to question whether it can be done or not, because you're not getting ready to do it in your own power. Amen? Because the minute we take step one, then the grace and the strength and the ability, one of the words for possible is able, capable. Amen? That's, one of the, that's another one of the words. Uh, it's uh, Strong's 14.15. Right? Look at that. Whew. You guys, don't, don't put me on too big of a pedestal. But, but that is, that, that means that when he says do something and you take that step, no longer are you stepping into your capabilities, you're stepping into his. Amen? You're stepping into the favor he's going to give. You're stepping into the strength he's going to give. He's going to bring the people, the money, the resources, everything. You're no longer counting on you. But you have to stop looking at what you can do. If you're trying to do it on your own, if you're trying to get your own healing, if you're trying to pay your own bills, if you're trying to figure out how you're going to do it using God's Word, it's not going to work. Right? You can use God's Word, but you're not going to do it. He's going to use you. He's going to bring it through you. But He's going to show you how to do it right. Living by faith always puts you in the all things are possible category. Amen? You walk 
as though all things are possible. When we, we started coming in that next Tuesday at like 6-something, or it was early, way early than Dave gets up. <laughs> and we started coming in every day at that time, and she came in like it was going to be done. And I came in like there was no way. Now, you can imagine how well that went for me after about three days. After about three days, and I know I've told you the story before, but it bears repeating. After about three days, she pulled me aside and she said, Dave, you are absolutely no help to me right now. Now, that'll wake you up. Because God said, serve me by serving them. And if I'm not being a help to them, then I better wake up. I better start doing it a different way because I'm now out of the will of God and I'm not helping do this. And she said, you've always done what I've asked. You've always been here for me. Are you going to get on board or not? This wasn't a real long conversation. This is going to be done, whether you help or not, are you going to stay and help, or are you going to leave and be a hindrance and leave? And that, that was the gist of the conversation, and she was real nice about it, don't get me wrong. She's always been real kind to me, but I was wrong, because I refused to step over into the all things are possible. Why? Because I wouldn't believe The only way to get there is to believe. When you believe, you take step one into the supernatural. Because now it's not you that's doing it. It's no longer you that has to think of the way it's going to get done. And and it took me, I think, 30 seconds (laughs) to tweak my heart and say, no, we're doing this. No, we're doing this. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a lot of opportunities to unhook after that. Right? I had a lot. You know what? Somebody would come in and they'd say, you ought to do this. And they'd say, yeah, we should get that done too. And I'm like, what? You're, gonna get one, you're adding one more thing to the list of things you already couldn't get done? And then I'd catch myself. Well, <laughs> I believe. Why? Because I don't want to slip into the water. I want to keep walking on it. Amen? Because I want to stay in the all things are possible category. And, and that's where the Moors were. They never came in here one day and said, boy, I just don't know if this can happen or not. Now, I'm not saying everybody has an opportunity to think that. But you know what? As a leader, you can't think that in front of the people you're leading. Because if, if they'd have done that in front of me, I'd say, oh, you know what? I think you're right. I don't think there's any way we could ever finish this. We can't finish this in that time. We shouldn't even try. In fact, is we should wait till Christmas. Don't you think the first of the year, in fact, is that's what I had in my head whenever we were out here demoing the place. You know, I came in here and looked at it after it was all demoed on Labor Day, and it's empty. You know, it's empty, and it's dirty, and it's not pretty. And I came in here and looked at it, and I said, yeah, January sometime. We might be, if we really put our nose to the grindstone, (laughs) January we might be able to get in here. I'm not operating in even a lick of faith, am I? Of course, at that time, I didn't know they were going to try and do it in October, so I'm pretty happy. Man, we got a demo. January, we'd be done, be in our new church. This is awesome. It wasn't until the next day that 
I got messed up. Amen? But, but they came in and took the step. And so, see, they were seeing from the all things are possible point of view. And I'm seeing for this is, from the this is impossible point of view. See, when you step out, God, with, all, with God, all things are possible all the time. In other words, he didn't make it possible when you stepped over. It was already possible. You had to step. Yeah. Right? That's like saying healing. I, I need you to heal me, Lord. You don't, you're, he's not whipping up a new batch of healing. You step over in the belief, and the healing's already there. Yeah. Amen? I remember when I was um, eight years old, third grade, I was doing something stupid in the classroom, running around like a dog or something. <laughs> so you guys never did that, right? And I had a pen in my mouth, and somebody kicked the pen, jabbed the back of my throat, and I went home really sick, actually. Not just was my throat completely swollen shut, I was really sick. And I went home, and my mom looked at me. She set me on the couch, and she gave me First Peter 2.24. And she said, whenever you can talk, say this. By his stripes, you were healed. I'm eight years old. Mom said, say it. Mom's pretty smart. She loves me. Okay. I didn't need to know how it was going to work. Immediately, I stepped over into the all things are possible category as an eight-year-old. And then later, I got stupid, right? As we grow up, we get stupider sometimes, right? You can stay smart and just trust God. Or you can grow up and you can learn how to not trust him. You know, because you can trust yourself. Trusting myself got me into so many fun things that I don't even want to mention them. (laughs) Trusting him got me here. Thank you, Lord. And so as she told me that, and, you know, people say, well, you know, that... That's just a story. No, it's not a story. It really happened. As I said that, I began to get better really fast. And that was my healing verse for the rest of my life. Anytime sickness tried to come on me, that was my healing verse for the rest of my life. My bro- I've told you guys that. My brother's got one. My sister's got one. She gave us all healing verses. But they were verses that took us to where we could believe and step over into this is now possible. Not, not you have to go to three doctors and six. This is now possible for me. Amen? And, and, I, and I appreciate that in my life. And I wished I'd have kept a hold of it when I got here that day and said, oh, this is impossible. Because the truth of the matter is, is just like that verse in 1 Peter 2.24, if God gives them a word that says we need to have service in here, that word is just as strong as 1 Peter 2.24. The same Lord spoke it. And if followed, if you take that first step, and when you know it was amazing when when I took when I when when I tweaked my heart and said I'm not doing that anymore, when I tweaked my heart and took that first step, all of a sudden I could see it. And what you saw more than anything was God bringing people in that could do just exactly what needed to be done in the time frame it needed to be done to get the, this place working. And again, don't get me wrong, I, I had days where I was, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, it's just too close. I just, I can't see it. I don't need to see it. 
See, these are things that take us out of the all things are possible zone. Look, look at Peter. We've talked about him already. Let's look at him. Peter, uh, Mar, uh, Matthew 14, verse 28. You know, you know the story. Jesus comes walking across the water. They think it's a ghost. He gets there. So he says, don't be afraid. First thing he tells them is don't be afraid. Do you, do you know what doubt is? It's afraid that you won't be able to do what you've just been able to. And, and you're afraid of, doing, of not being able to do something that the Lord told you to do that He's going to help you do. Yeah. If He's going to help you do it, you don't have to be afraid. Amen? Anyway, He said, don't be afraid. Peter answered and said, Lord, if it's you, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Well, it was God. It was Jesus. So he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. Come was an enabler. Come was the word that enabled him to have faith that he could walk on the water. Amen? And, and so when he had faith in the words of the Master, he stepped out of the boat and he began to walk. Guess what was happening before he stepped out of the boat? The wind was blowing. It didn't start blowing after he stepped out of the boat. It was already blowing. That's why they were all, they were all there scared in the first place. There was a storm. And, and the wind was already blowing when he stepped out of the boat and was walking on the water. This is, this is how, you know, I've, I've had people call me and say, Dave, I just know I was in faith. And you know what? You probably were. Amen. You probably, you know what? There is no doubt in my mind that sometimes people were in faith. Peter were in faith right here. Amen? And he was walking on the water because all things became possible when he believed. Things that are impossible now became possible. Why? Because he believed the Word of the Lord. When we believe the Word of the Lord and we take a step. If he, what if he just said, what if Jesus would have said, come, and he said, okay, <laughs> I believe you now, Lord. He'd have never had faith to walk on the water. You've got to take step one. Step one is getting out of the boat. Amen. Right? You don't know how you can walk on the water. I didn't know how they could do this building in four weeks. I don't know how God can heal a throat that's been jabbed with a pen. I don't know how God heals cancer or grows limbs or makes blind people see. But I don't have to know that. All things are possible to him that believes, not him that understands. Do you think the man he told that to, that had the sun rolling around in the fire and foaming at the mouth, said, oh, I understand now, Lord. No. He just knew his kid was better, and that's what he wanted. We can get understanding, and in all, we get, in all you're getting, we should get understanding. But people are looking for understanding in lieu of faith. They're, they're, they're saying, I, if I can't understand it, I can't believe. And God's saying, if you can't believe, you'll never understand it. Because you can't understand the things of God without faith. He's a faith God. You know, I heard Brother Copeland say this the other day on TV, and I, and I was like, wow, I never even thought of it. He said, you're going to need faith in heaven. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? God's a faith God. 
you know, but it was new to me. I'm like, I'm thinking you go to heaven, you sit around, you're just happy all day long, you know, do whatever you're called to do there, and th- but you're going you're gonna to you're gonna use your faith in heaven. Now, you'll have full knowledge of God there, so maybe it'll be easy. I don't know. I'm not going to say. I've not been there yet. I'm not going for a little while. Amen? But Peter, Peter believed the word. He believed what Jesus said, and Jesus said, come. So he did step one. He stepped out of the boat. And when he did it, the power of God, the possibility, the possibleness, I'm going to quit saying possibility because it's not a possibility. It's the possibleness. The possibleness of God stepped under his foot. And he began walking on the water. The wind was blowing when he put his first leg over the bow of the boat. The wind was already blowing. It didn't start blowing hard. There's nothing to say that it started blowing any harder than it was blowing before he stepped out of the boat, right? He was in faith, but then he looked at something else. What? He got another revelation besides the one God gave him. I can't do this. Well, if you can't do it, all things are no longer possible to you. All things were possible to him, and he walked on the water. When he began to doubt, all things became impossible. There's another new word for you. Because <laughs> it's not impossible, it's impossible. Because it was still possible, just impossible for him. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Use impossible. Use impossible in place of it. Amen. But so, so many times you might call me and say, Dave, I know I was in faith. I don't understand. You probably were in faith. But then the wind and the waves or a bill came in or, or, or a doctor said this or, a, or a, your wife did this or your husband did that or your kids went over here. Or your, and, and you immediately said, I wonder how this is going to work. The minute you say, I wonder how this is going to work, all things are possible, went to doubt. And when we go to doubt, there's no faith. No faith. You're now out of the all things are possible zone. And you're into the all things are impossible. Right? And as we were building this building, every day we're coming in at 7, we're going home at 10 or 11, dark, late, tired. But you know what? I don't remember being that tired. After I got my heart right. First three days, I was worn slick. <laughs> Why? Why? I was operating my own power. I'm trying to do what God's already done if I'll just step over into the all things are possible with Mrs. Moore and Brother Moore. They already know it's going to work. When you, when you take that step and you now believe things are all, all things are possible, there's no doubt to you. And so it's now possible. So every time something comes up, you say, no, we're doing this. Yeah, this will work out. No, we're going over here. The Lord says. And and you don't take the thought that the wind's blowing really hard. And the people said, we've got to do this. And the city said, we can't do this. And and there's no way the carpet's coming in in that short a time. And and we've got to reset all these seats. And I don't even know how to do that. And you know what? I didn't know how to do it. But I, through a bunch of help, reset all of these seats back where they are today. That has to be the Lord. 
Because I've never reset seats. <laughs> Amen? And there was a bunch of people doing a bunch of things that they had never done. And there was, there was work going on, but there was an anointing and a grace that came with it because we were all believing for the same thing at one time, pushing towards the same goal in faith. And as we did, all things were possible. And God was doing mighty things. We'd have somebody come in, they'd say, well, we can't do the ceiling. And another guy would come in and say, well, I can do it, and I can do it faster and for less money. He'd say, great. And we'd get him, and then we'd have another guy come in and say, I can do this. And a church, one of the people in the church say, well, I'm a builder, and I got this time free. And God was working. If I would have stayed and never took that step that the Moors were asking me to take in faith, that God was asking me to take in faith, I would have never got to be a part of a miracle. A miracle. Which is another part of the word possible. Miracle working power. Amen? This, this word possible is, is a bigger word than people think. Because if you go from the Strong's Concordance and you look at about 1410, which is, I think, which, which is right above Dunamis, but 1410 to 1415, and all those words are a part of one another. And, and what God's literally saying is to people who will believe, I'll give you everything you need to overcome, to do, to produce, to create, to get done, everything I've asked you to do. I'll give you the power to believe and be healed. I'll give you the, I'll give you the strength to walk and your family be whole. I'll give you the strength to do things that you never thought you could do or couldn't be fixed right. All things are possible to Him. To, and I like the way the Young's Literal Translation says, to the one who is believing. Peter went from the one who is believing to the one that quit believing. And I think we've all done that. And then we said, well, maybe I wasn't in faith. You were in faith. You walked on the water for just a minute. And the good news is, because you did, you can get right back. Take that, take that next step. Yeah. To, you know, be smart enough to say, I messed up. Do, Peter was so smart because the minute he started sinking, he said, save me, Lord. He looked straight to the mercy of God, straight to the love of God, and he said, save me, Lord. That is so smart. Don't say, I was in faith. Why didn't you, Lord? What, what if Peter would have said, Jesus, I was on, in faith and I was walking on this water and I didn't do a thing wrong. Why, why did I sink? And people laugh and they say, well, we'd never do that. Oh, then I must talk, talk on the phone very often. We do it. We, we question God in, in spiritual pride. Because if, if I were in faith... I would already be in the it's possible zone. Everything is possible zone. And so my mind would never be cluttered with what if it doesn't. My mind would be cluttered, never be cluttered with why didn't you? Right? I'd be like Peter and I would know that I looked at the wind, that I looked at the waves, that I did some things that I, I should have stayed away from and I should have taken that step and kept that step. I should have been the one that continued believing. 
faith, it says the just will live by it. It doesn't say you'll, you'll have moments of it. Right? We, 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 want, we want momentary faith. I, I just need faith to be healed right now. But I don't want to get involved in the faith for my marriage later. You know, I just want my wife to do what I say. <laughs> and your wife says, well, if, you, if he was a better man. Now, here, here's the thing. You're going to need faith for every moment of your life or you're going to have a faith that doesn't work anyway. Because a, your, your faith is a fully persuaded that God is able. Right? That word able? Same word as possible. Amen? And when you're fully persuaded that God is able, then you take that step. And, and, and you know what? It's not a big step because you're only going to A. And, 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 the, and you're not looking at A saying, okay, where's Z now? And you're, and you're not getting your appointment book out and saying, okay, I need to see how I can figure this. Now that I'm in the uh, nothing's impossible or no, all things are possible zone, I can do this, I can get a plan. No, God doesn't work that way. Why? Because it takes faith to please Him. Why does it take faith to please Him? Because if you'll get there by faith, He'll do it all. He'll use you to create this. Amen? To create a place where He can be worshipped, where, where people can learn and be set free, be saved and healed. He'll, he'll, he'll do this through us if we'll step into the all things are possible zone. Amen? When Peter began to sink the wind and he became afraid, fear and doubt are the enemy of faith. And You know, I've heard songs and stuff recently about uh, doubt helped me out. No, doubt didn't help you out. Now, doubt is an enemy of faith. It is, it, is, it is a complete opposite, and you cannot operate in doubt in your heart, okay? Your head can think. You know what? My head thought every day when I walked into this place. And I'd say, shut up, head. Heart knows what's going on. And I'd get to work. You know, when you're working real hard for the Lord, your head has less to say. Yeah, yeah. When you got it going on, your head your head doesn't spend nearly as much time trying to tell you what you're supposed to do or what you haven't been doing right. Amen. But but when we step into that zone, think about the lady with the issue of blood. She said in her heart, "If I but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole." And she kept saying that. Why? Because she was in the nothing is impossible or the all things are possible zone. You know, I like to get away from that impossible word with God because all things are possible with Him. And it, the only thing that's impossible is for Him to lie and for us to please Him without faith. You're, and that's what we've got to get used to. When you step over, He doesn't make it possible. It was possible way before you stepped over. Right? He's just waiting on you. We're never waiting on God. He's waiting on us. Amen? What was I talking about before that? The lady with the issue of blood. She, she kept saying it because she was in the all things are possible zone. If I can just do this, this is possible. This, this is my point of contact. This is possible. I'm going to do this no matter what happens. This is, this is my word from God. And she took a step. 
She had to go outside first, which wasn't a good thing for her. She had to go in a crowd, which was less of a good thing for her. Amen? And when she touched Jesus' garment, immediately she was healed. And you know what Jesus said? Me and Rick were talking about this on the phone earlier today. Jesus said, Jesus stopped, and he said, someone's touched me. And you know what went out of him? Dunamis. Virtue. Dunamis, which is the root word of possible. The possibleness of God went out of him into her, and she was healed. Amen? The power of God, the enabling of God, the capability of God went into her, and she was healed. Jesus knew it because something else besides just a touch happened. Someone grabbed a hold of the power. They, they took that one step, and they stepped into possible land. And when they stepped into possible land, all things became possible to them. The, the very power of God became possible to her. The healing power that was working through Jesus became possible to her. And when she touched it, she was healed. She received all things are possible to those who believe. She believed and possible happened. Possible. All, the, all power is available to us who will believe. Everything that God is, everything that He has, all the power of His love, everything that He ever desired for you is possible when we believe. Amen. And when we believe, if we do like Young's Literal said, and we continue believing, right? What, what, put Young's Literal in uh, whatever verse that was. <laughs> You'll remember, right? Yeah, you remember. Um, Mark 9, 23 again. Yeah, they did remember. They're smarter than I. If thou art able to believe, all things are possible to the one that is believing. So the one that is in continuous state of believing never walks out of the possibleness of God. If you're in a continue, And see, that's what happened with the Moors through this process. They never woke up and stepped out of the possibleness of God. They never tried to figure out how it was going to happen, where the money was going to come from. Because, you know, those are the other things. People thought, well, they just had a bunch of money to do it. No! There was no budget for this. The Lord brought it in while we were doing it. That's the Lord. But you know what it started with? One step. One step. That's what's going to start your miracle. The next thing that you, the next thing you overcome, the next thing you see in Christ, the next thing the next thing you do for Christ, it's go, it's all going to still happen with one step. You're going to step out and the, and the mercy and grace of God are going to grab your hand, are going to grab your foot, and you're going to have something to anchor on, and you're going to see what, what you've got to do next. And you think about Abraham. Abram, and it was Abram at that point. And God said, I want you to leave your country, and I'm going to make a great nation of you. People who curse you will be cursed. People who bless you will be blessed. Right? Leave. And what do you do? He left. He didn't say, now God, how are you going to do that? 
you know, because I'm not really all that blessed right now, and, you know, I don't see how leaving is actually going to help me because I don't know anybody where you're sending me. So he didn't try. You know what? If he'd have tried to figure it out, he'd still be in the land of the Chaldeans or wherever he was living. Is that where he lived? Yeah? There we go. Yes. When you're a professor, you get professorly help. But if he'd never stepped out, would he have become the father of many nations? Would he have stepped out into all things are possible? And as he stepped for 25 years, he had opportunities to draw back. He had opportunities to slip. He had opportunities to grow. And and it wasn't the end of his faith walk. Right? Even after Isaac came, God says, take him and sacrifice him. He was so far into it's all possible at that time, he said it's possible that God would raise him from the dead. Did you know that that word in the book of Hebrews, the word that says that he reckoned him able to raise him from the dead, that word able, same word as possible. Abraham was operating in possible land. And And when you're operating in that, you're not looking to your own answers. You're not looking to your own strength. You're not looking to what you can do or what you can say or how you can plan it. Because the minute you try to plan God's will, how are you going to plan God's will? I tried it. It doesn't work. I remember going home at night, 11 o'clock from this place when we were building it. And I'd think, okay, let me, let me see if we do this, if we do this. I'd text Rob and Dan. I'd say, what if we did this and this? And I'd come to the end of that, and we were still two months short. <laughs> we still needed two more months to make this work. Can't do it. You can't do it. You're either going to operate in all things are possible, or you're going to operate in your own strength. And in our own strength, we can do nothing. Right? Nothing for Christ. You know, you may make some money here in this earth. You may do a couple of things. But you'll never make an eternal difference through the things God wants you to do with. In your, in your work every day, you can operate just like this in, in all things are possible. And if you do, if you choose to wake up and say, Lord, all things are possible to me today. I'm believing you as I take this step out of my bed that I'm headed somewhere to be a blessing. I don't know, I don't know, what I'm gonna, I don't know what's going to happen this day, but I know that if I stay in your possibilities, if I stay in what you've called me to be and do, that I, I will operate at a level. You, you may lay hands on somebody that day and, and they'll get well. You may lead somebody to Jesus that day. You may, you may smile or hug, it, hug somebody and, make their, and change their whole day. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Amen. And, and, and the thing about it is, is you still have to believe you, you're that person. You're still having to walk by faith. It's not all about a building. It's about a life. And just like this building, we got a pavilion out here right now. They said, when we started it, they said, no way can it be done by the time you want it done. Well, not only will it be done by the time we want it done, it will be done before we wanted it done. Why? Because, first of all, Rob had learned that all things are possible. So if the Lord said, have it done by this time, 
then his, his step, my step, is right here. There's, there's no other step. There, there, there's no questioning. This, we've been here before now. It still didn't look possible. God's not going to ask you to do things that look possible to your flesh. Our flesh is lazy. It doesn't even want to believe. It wants the easy way out. Your flesh wants to lay in bed all day. It wants to eat potato chips. It wants money to come into it without working. It wants everything done for it. And and it wants to be selfish. That's what your flesh wants. You don't want what your flesh wants. The, 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 The God in you desires to walk in this all things are possible walk. All things, and, and not to look at how we're going to get this done. How's this going to work? That we have to do this, or this is never going to happen. We don't have to do anything except believe God. That's it. And if we believe God, one last thing: Gideon. Think about Gideon. I was reading about Gideon. I'm looking at that, and I'm like, so first of all, God tells him he's he's going to be the guy that does the that delivers the people. And he's going to be the man. And he says, I, I don't understand this. He does the fleece thing. Finally, he believes. You know, one thing I'll give Gideon credit for, once he did believe, he, he didn't back off of it. Because he started with 32,000 men. <laughs> and God said, nah, let's lessen the troops. <laughs> Gideon's, Gideon at least thought, well, I have enough men. You know, so this is possible because I have enough men. If you say, I have enough, then you're not trusting God. Amen? If, if you think, well, I got enough money in my bank. If something happened with the economy, I'd be okay. No. You can't have enough money in the bank to be okay. You need to have enough faith in God. And we'll be okay. Amen? We want, we want to have faith in God. Amen? And so Gideon, he, God says, you know, tell the ones that are afraid, go home. So he's standing up there, 32,000 guys. If you're afraid, you don't got to go. 22,000 <laughs> were afraid. You know what God was doing? He was weeding out the fear. I can't, I can't win with all this fear. Right? These people don't believe it's possible. I've got to get rid of them. Right? And then, so he's got what? 10,000? What was it? 9,700? He's got something. He's got 10,000 left. Not 10,000, yeah, 10,000. 22 left. Right there. Still trap. Still trap. Don't think he's losing it. It's just getting stronger. All things are possible. Thank you, Lord. So, so he's down to ten grand, and God says, "You know, this is still too many." He said, "I want you to go to the brook, and the ones that drink this way keep them; the ones that drink that way don't." He loses ninety-seven hundred more men, <laughs> and what's amazing is he didn't cry. He didn't say, Lord, how can we do this? 32,000, I got 300. 
And then God says, I want you to take jars and trumpets. Don't need your swords, jars and trumpets. <laughs> you know, if I'm getting, I'm like, mm. I'm getting into the impossible zone, God. Gideon stayed right in the it's possible. All things are possible through this whole thing. And with 300 men, he, the Lord, defeats the whole army because he would not step out of the all things possible zone. Because why? Well, he had a fleece, first of all, but he didn't have the Holy Spirit. Right? He didn't have what we, he, you know, you got the Holy Spirit. You want a fleece? Ask the, ask the Holy Spirit. Right? <laughs> say, should I do this? And he'll say, no. And most of the time we say, well, I really want to. And he'll say, no. And he'll say, well, I really, really want to. And he'll say, no. And then you say, well, I'm going to anyway. And he'll say, come back when you're done. Come back when you're done and we'll fix it. <laughs> Come back when you're done and we'll go back into the all things are possible zone. Amen? But, but these are things that we need to live our life in doing. This isn't just about building a church. What, what you have is two leaders of this church that live in the all things are possible zone. Every time they come in and say, hey, we got something new, I'm like, oh, <laughs> my flesh shudders. Because I know it's going to be something I can't do. But I also do know that it will be something we will do. And that God will help us do. And that every time He gives us the strength, He gives us the ability, He gives us the resource, He gives us the time, He gives us the people, every time He's faithful if we've taken the one step. And, and if they take the one step as a church... Our next step is right behind them. Right behind them. That's my next step. That's your next step in your life. Your next step is whatever you're dealing with. All things are possible to him to believe. But he said this to a man whose son was epileptic or had some something that caused seizures and threw him in the fire. Demon, whatever it was. Right? But that's not where that's not the only place that it's you can look through it. It's it's all through the Bible. It's all through the Bible. He is able. All things are possible. He'll give you virtue. He'll 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 supply all the power. There's nothing we cannot do if we step out on what he said do. Amen? Amen. And 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 if you miss it. Be, be wise enough to be like Peter and say, Lord, save me. And then, and then God's kind. He'll say, why'd you doubt? And you know why he said that? Because Peter was walking. He, he was on the water. And, and Jesus is like, you were already there. Why doubt? And that's what he would say to us. You were already there. Stay there. Stay there. Walk there. Live there. Love there. Be there. All the, all the good things in God are in 
the all things are, are possible zone. In the possibleness of God lies everything that you'll ever need to accomplish God's will for your life, no matter what He tells you to do. I remember when I was a little bitty, you know, seven years old. Seven years old. I'm in a huge Baptist church. And there's, there's an evangelist preaching up a storm. I have no di- idea what he was preaching about. But man, I felt in my heart, man, I need to go forward. I need to be saved. I'm not saved. I need to be saved. But man, I've got to go down there in front of all those people. Because in the Baptist church, you don't get an option. <laughs> they, they don't say, well, it's okay. Just confess it under your breath. You've got to come forward. And so I'm, I'm sitting there in my seat, and I'm seven years old. Mom's here too. Actually, she's here, and I'm in here. And uh, lots of people ask their mom and dad, and there's nothing wrong with that, to ask your mom and dad to go down with you. But you know, I didn't. And, and because I didn't, I still remember it to this day, because when I finally got over my fear of stepping out in the aisle, I don't remember the walk. Because when I stepped out, it was like I was floating the rest of the way. And, th- and that was my first step of faith right there. My first step of faith and your first step of faith was the faith to salvation. Amen? That step of faith never stops. And, and as we take that step, as we continue in that walk, God will meet us there. And it'll be it, just like this building today. I don't remember all the problems, but I remember all the victories. I remember all the good things that had to come together, just perfect. You know why? Because they glorify God. And this place now is a testimony to the power of God, to the goodness of God, and to the all things are possibleness of God. Amen? Stand to your feet. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. There's more, there's more notes, but I forgot what they are anyway. And I think that's what we had to say tonight. God's really, really good to us. And He, he made things possible for us. He, all things are made possible for us. And then He gave us the opportunity, and He said, Your part is believe. So I, you know, I don't know what you've been going through in your life. I don't know where you're at today, but... No matter what you're doing, you got one step to make. And that's the step to believe God. And when you make that step, you'll step over into a place where all things are possible. And when you step into that place, you'll no longer have to see how. You'll just know. Amen. That's what always impressed me about Brother Moore and Mrs. Moore. They never had to see a piece of paper that said it's going to work like this, this, and this. They just said it's going to work. Why? Because God said it was. Glory to God. You guys got a song? Huh? I'm with you.